It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The world outside your window may not be great, but what if everything was super? Because that's the podcast you're listening to. It's Everything is Super on Post Show Recaps. Hello, everybody. I'm Josh Wiggler, watching you, watching me, with the watcher, with, uh, I don't know, some weird watcher references with Kevin Mahadeo. Watching Wit Wiggler is a different thing. And also, I don't I don't know how many people... I mean, I guess there's going to be audience members who knows what the watcher is, but you're dropping references that might go over a lot of people's heads. Yeah, I think I could have done a better start on this one, but like in a few what weeks' time... What if you time, did, though? What if you what if, did? <laughs> what if we restarted the podcast? Hang on, we're going to do this over again. You ready? Here we go. Uh, the world outside your window may not be great, but what if? Should I redo it again? What was that? Who was that? Sorry, hang on. <laughs> Let me try it one more time. What if I did it one more time? The world outside your window may not be great, but here on Post Show Recaps, what if? Everything was super. It's what if coverage, guys. It's the Marvel show. It's the new Marvel show that's coming up on Disney+. Plus. It's a cartoon. It's what if. It's Marvel's. What? Animated pro if. cartoon animated programming. Whoa, are like... you like slamming your fist because I'm calling it a cartoon? <laughs> Am I besmirching the honor of the animated medium? Uh, no, I'm how not. About one we, of those... How about we uh, lose a little bit of uh let's 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 drop the pretense. Uh it's true, a I love cartoons. I love cartoons. Who am I What's kidding? The problem? That's like We're gonna just be trying to say cartoon. like elevated horror. Like that's a nonsense term. <laughs> We're gonna be talking about cartoons for the next several weeks on everything is super. I don't know why we're mad about this. this I'm is thrilled many, about it. In many ways, this is all we've ever wanted. It really is, actually. This is what yeah. I this is the this is the show I've been hoping for and waiting for. Uh yeah. I just delved back into a number of like what if issues just to just to get myself excited Great. again. I can't wait. I can't wait to ask you about that. So for those who don't know, Marvel's What If it's the next Disney Plus show. Uh, it is going to be the fourth Disney Plus Marvel series uh, of 2021. Um, the big difference between this one and the ones that have come before is, as we are saying, it is animated. It is not live action like WandaVision. It is not live action like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It is not live action like Loki. It is animated with a very specific style that I am not intelligent enough or versed enough in the animation medium to describe how it is uh, styled, but it looks really It's like 3D cell shaded is the closest I can think of. Kevin's got this. Uh, (laughs) And it is uh, is a very much a a show that I think a lot of diehard Marvel fans are really, really, really excited about, like especially like comic book fans are really pumped about, but it could be the one that a lot of people are like, I don't know. I think I'll skip the cartoon one i don't Which think i'm gonna so unfortunate, do this one. but i i think you're act you're right like i, I think you're 100 right and i think this is this is also the one that is going to be the most like what we've almost wanted right like the weird crazy out there because it's an animated you know cartoon yeah. 
I feel like Disney and Marvel are not going to give it enough. Like, you know, they, they're not, they're not, I don't know. It feels like it, they're not putting as much behind it, which is unfortunate. And I think a little unfair. <laughs> I don't know if that, I don't know if that, I mean, like, yeah, maybe not quite as much because it doesn't have, uh, like that obvious movie star quality to it that, uh, like having like, um, Anthony Mackie and like Elizabeth Olsen and Tom Hiddleston on TV does. Um, although, there was the the release of the cast list for what if uh within the last few days i don't know if you saw it but it is like you know i avoid that i know you do but it is like dense it is like every it's gary oldman everyone everyone it is it is it is is so many people so i think like uh if you're not into cartoons i would say but you're a huge marvel person like you gotta give it a shot i think you really want to it uh is you know it's it's very much riffing and extending from the the multiverse that's set up at the end of Loki. These are all like multiversal one-shot type stories for the most part, at least is sort of like the basic pitch as far as we know, um, that they're going to be uh, basically like Elseworlds stories. Like what if Captain America wasn't Steve Rogers? What if it was Peggy Carter who got the Super Soldier Serum? What if it wasn't Peter Quill who became Star-Lord and went off into space? What if it was T'Challa and he didn't go on to become Black Panther? Um, and it's going to be backed in many cases, not every single cases, but uh, it seems like the vast majority of the cases, it will be backed by voice actors from the MCU, including uh, rather emotionally, the final Chadwick Boseman uh, performance as T'Challa is to come here um, in What If, assuming there's not a surprise in Black Panther 2 or something like that. And there's no reason right now, unfortunately, to think that that's coming. So um, there's a lot of star power behind this. There's a lot lot of intrigue behind it there are certainly the possibilities that this is going to connect to the mcu in a much more meaningful way i believe it is canon kevin uh is what kevin feige head of marvel is saying um so it's not like you're watching things that aren't mattering in like if you consider all of the things like it all is connected man and i need to see all the things that are connecting otherwise i don't want to watch any of it well this is stuff that like counts as part of the marvel cinematic universe so i'm sorry doug you're gonna have to watch a cartoon i mean yes uh but being a comic book fan and being a comic book person, I feel like Kevin Feige saying it's all canon and it's all connected is very much like we've been there, Josh, where they'll be like, oh, man, it's a summer event. And it's just like, oh, do these tie ins matter? And you have them like Marvel and DC like, oh, yeah, the tie ins definitely matter. And it's just like they don't. They really don't. And I feel like we're we're entering that territory. But despite that comment from myself about the grander scheme of is it connected or not? You should watch this. You should absolutely watch this. Even if it's not connected, even if it's like inconsequential, I think this is so much fun. So like, it's going to be a fun watch. And I think it's going to be a really interesting watch, a really cool watch. And inconsequentiality, actually, I feel like to me, allows them to open up storytelling potential. Like it allows them to do some like really interesting stuff that they probably wouldn't get away with being able to do. Was it confined by like the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe? That's sort of what the draw of what if stories for Marvel and what if stories for DC was that you're allowed to basically do whatever you want right. because it's its own world. Um, yeah, I think that that's all, that's all like valid uh, and all for me, like, you know, that's like upshot. Like that, that sounds great. Like the chance to just basically like, 
float around in new Marvel content that maybe matters in in bigger ways, but also maybe like you can just kind of enjoy in isolation. Like I'm I'm sort of not mad about that po- uh, possibility, but. I think I think that there are reasons to think that some of this stuff might connect a little bit harder. And I, I think that that's going to be the kind of thing that we'll be talking about to some extent on the podcast here. What I was going to say is that, like, regardless, I think that the podcast is going to be supremely fun for the next several weeks. I think it's like 10 episodes of What If, something episodes, like that. I think so. I think so. It's going to be like 10 weeks of, 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 of talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe in like, uh, in potentially just like a purely theoretical way. Uh, <laughs> as like we like, you know, weigh all of these different possibilities of like, well, what if like th- they had zigged where they were going to zag? Like, what if they did this? What if they did that? I think that that's just like such fun conversation fodder. So if like one of the things that you out there enjoy from everything is super the podcast is just like hearing Kevin and myself or whoever else is on the podcast just nerd out about possibility and character and these people that you love so much in the in this ridiculous uh expansive fictional universe that we've all come to like really feel invested in. I think that this is going to be a real hot spot for all of that for the next little while. Um, to that end, some business stuff just off the uh, off the top. Um, you can look for uh, what if is going to be dropping August 11th is when that's going to come out. I'm actually going to be away when the show premieres. So I'm going to miss the first two weeks, unfortunately, of the show and therefore of the podcast. You will still get the podcast. It's going to be Kevin. Mike Bloom is coming back. Mike is going to to uh, co-pilot. What if everything is super was co-hosted by Kevin Mahadeo and Mike Bloom instead of Kevin Mahadeo and Josh Wiggler? I guess like people probably know what that would be like because there's been several episodes. I feel like that. it's happened, right? We've had precedent. It's a few times. Uh, there's precedent. So it's not really the most uh, exciting dazzling what if possibility but it'll be a great podcast i mean the podcasts are gonna be fantastic i think they, they will be i agree completely i feel like i've you have read these issues you know they're good. <laughs> they're good you like this team uh, yeah. you're gonna have a good time you're gonna have a good time with that so that'll be really fun um some other things before we start getting like deeper into what if that i want to alert everybody to um there is uh on the other side of the aisle what is it? the distinguished competition uh has uh, a new superhero uh project of their own to be trotted out here um, as you are listening to me saying these words. In fact, it is possible that it is already on HBO Max, The Suicide Squad from Guardians of the Galaxy. Helmer himself, James Gunn, uh, is out in theaters and is now streaming on HBO Max. Kevin and I are going to podcast about that as a patron exclusive for the patrons of Post Show Recaps. We are going to be covering The Suicide Squad. That podcast is going to be dropping either really late Friday night or Saturday morning uh, of, uh, of opening weekend. So, like... Basically, depending on when you're listening to this, like any second now, uh, it's possible that as you are listening to me say this, that Kevin and I are both just like glued in front of our screens watching the Suicide Squad right now. But we're going to turn that podcast around right quick. But it is just for the patrons of post show recaps. Ah, you tricksy hosts, you look at you trying to squeeze five dollars out of the listeners of everything is super. Yeah, we're doing it. We're going to give that a shot. You want to hear us talk about the Suicide Squad? We know you you do come hang out with us and listen to kevin and i talk about superhero stuff in the poster recaps patron feed we have so many great things that happen there anyway you're gonna be like all right fine 
I was looking for an excuse to do it anyway, and I do want to hear them talk about the Suicide Squad, so I'm going to do it. Patreon.com slash post show recaps. That's the ticket. Patreon.com slash post show recaps. You want to go to there. It's $5 a month just to get the exclusive podcasts that we do for the patrons of post show recaps, including Kevin and Melissa Woodward's uh, exclusive series for the patrons of post show recaps. Why? A, it's about young adult fiction. They are currently cruising through the Twilight Saga so hard that they had to talk about Breaking Dawn Part 2 in two different podcasts. Right. Two Breaking part Dawn, Breaking Dawn part, part, part 2, two <laughs> podcasts, the first of which is currently in the Bosha Recaps patron feed. It's the best, I think it might be the best podcast that Bosha Recaps is putting out right now. Uh, I will take my, that. I will take that, it. That what if Kevin had take. the best Bosha Recaps podcast? It, it, it's, it's maybe my hottest take because I think that the Twilight content from Kevin and Melissa is maybe the best thing that's been done on post show recaps in a long time it's very funny uh so it is it is really worth listening to and you get that for five dollars a month you could sign up you can listen to suicide squad and be like all right well that's all i wanted peace out and then so you just did it and then you're done and that's fine you like tried it you looked around you're like eh, good enough uh that's fine give it a shot i think you might like it i think you for $10 a month, you get the Discord, and that's a whole other thing. It is a vibrant, incredible community of the most amazing, supportive people on the internet who are talking to each other each and every day, hanging out, watching movies, TV shows, having the conversations that we're having in the comment sections um, uh, with each other every single day. Um, it's a really incredible community. You would love that as well, but at least give the the podcast feed a shot. I think that you won't regret it. So Suicide Squad uh, podcast is going to be in that patron feed this weekend. Give it a patreon.com slash post show recaps kevin is that enough of a sell from me do you have anything you'd like to add i mean uh you talked about our twilight content we've got the suicide squad we have the invincible bonus podcast we did a little while back as well as a patreon exclusive uh and then following um following that you know with twilight we got some really good stuff coming up we have uh, uh where we have some content where as, as i joked we're really hungry for so I you think guys it's gonna give up for you hungry for more. Uh, <laughs> That's right. It's all Home Alone. We're going to do all five Home Alone. God, no. <laughs> Not doing that anytime Just to soon. be fair, I believe he says thirsty for more, but hungry thirsty was right for more. there. Yeah. Uh, never is what Daniel Stern says in response. Um, so there's that. Another thing just to let you guys know about is something that the Poster Recaps patrons are doing that is not exclusive to Patreon. This is going to be cards up for literally anybody who wants to check it out. We're really pumped about this. Um, we have a very, uh, a very cool, really fun. Cool is probably a strong word for it based on some people's views of Dungeons and Dragons. We've had a really amazing, immersive, I will say cool Dungeons and Dragons campaign that the post show recaps patrons are a part of that you yourself, you, yes, you, Dan, yes, you, Sue, uh, you could be a part of by signing up for patreon.com slash post show recaps. You can become a part of our Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Um, and if you you, uh, if you're interested in any of that, if you want to just like scope out what we're doing with that, we are doing a really extensive marathon on twitch.tv slash DM Philly from Friday morning through Saturday night. Maybe more than that. I know the plan is like a 40 hour marathon <laughs> of relentless nonstop uh, session after session after session featuring the patrons of post show recaps in a big war campaign. Uh, and the whole reason for doing 
doing it aside from having fun is we are raising money for charity uh, as organized by the DMs, the Dungeon Masters of the Post Show Recaps Dungeons and Dragons community. This is a community that is like 40 plus players. Uh, I think like I'm probably sh- uh, selling it short, in fact, uh, with that number. A lot of people who have built incredible characters, incredible stories. It's this huge interactive thing that we're building together. It's so much fun. We're putting in a lot of different incentives for people to to donate, to, to help raise um, funds for a, a variety of charities that are involved in this. You can get those details over at twitch.tv slash DM Philly to find out more um about the uh the charities that we are uh that we are shoring up money for um you can uh, actually probably watch this right now as you're listening to this podcast if you're listening to this podcast when it drops twitch.tv slash dm philly one of the incentives that kevin and i have come up with we don't know what that threshold is as i am saying these words because it has yet to be ironed out but by the time you are listening to this it has been ironed out is that if we meet a certain threshold Kevin and myself and others are going to play a Dungeons and Dragons session as the Avengers. We're going to do Marvel D and D. We're going to we're going to play a, uh, at least a one shot of Avengers Dungeons and Dragons. We're going to build Iron Man and Captain America and everybody as Dungeons and Dragons characters and go off on some kind of crazy expedition. Uh, will it just be the Battle of New York? And it's like a what if version of the Battle of New York. What if the Battle of New York, except Josh and Kevin <laughs> go um, badly? We got to think go, we do as well. It'll go so poorly, and I can't wait. In that version, do you and I just are we the only players, and we just draft like uh, which three Avengers we get? Oh God, I that feel like that's kind of hilarious. Just by default, we would be the the Hawkeye and Black Widow of the team. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. Right, I kind of want to play as Hawkeye, to be honest with you. You can uh, have Hawkeye. I'm glad you claimed him. I I'll take of Black wanna, Widow. I kind of <laughs> want to play as Hawkeye, and just so like every time I like roll a one, I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's how it goes. I am Hawkeye. <laughs> I am Hawkeye after all. Uh, so check out twitch.tv slash DM Philly to see all the Dungeons and Dragons shenanigans as well as check in on, um, the possibility of if you, if you donate, you could push us to that Marvel Dungeons and Dragons session that we'll do as a podcast here and everything is super. Uh, so we're really excited about that possibility. Want to just let you know about that. That's, you don't have to be involved in the Patreon at all. That can just be goodness of your heart. Join us in a really fun thing that we're trying to do. Um, that's all of the business right off the top. Let's talk about Marvel's What If, Kevin. Um, I'm very excited about this. It's based in comic book lore. There's a long tradition of What If comics. Um, give us a little overview from from your POV, Kevin, as a lifelong comics nerd of like just getting to this moment that What If is being adapted in, in this way. Well, first off, I don't know what you're talking about comic book. As far as I know, What If is a 1990 song by the band Creed that was featured in the Scream 3 soundtrack. Nightmare. I hate this. <laughs> uh, every time I think about that, I do think about the fact that that song exists and was in Scream 3. But no, so What If is a comic book series that started in, God, I want to say the, like the late 70s originally, um, and has been running in various volumes, like almost a present day they they they've ended it re- brought it back for like mini series for six issues and the premise allows itself to, to do exactly that because the idea of what if is that it takes vital storylines and points in the marvel universe and give a little twist to them 
they essentially asked a question like, what if things went differently? Um, so one of the most, more famous ones and one of the ones I remember reading as a kid was this idea of what if Phoenix hadn't died? Uh, in the comic books, there's a massive X-Men storyline about Jean Grey becoming the Phoenix and she dies heroically. And it's like, well, what if she hadn't? Uh, what if Captain America wasn't frozen? What if he actually survived on that crash and essentially kept fighting in World War II? That was another one. Um, they essentially take these like really big moments and like give little twists to them. That's a little bit different than what like DC was doing. DC was doing this idea where it's not specific points in history, but just a general idea of like, well, Superman landed in Soviet Russia instead of America. How does that affect things? Or, you know, um, Batman is in the Victorian era. How does that affect things? What's that world like? It's a completely different world. This takes the timeline and essentially like skews it slightly and then brings in other points. It's so fan heavy for that stuff where it's just like, oh, you know, like Spider-Man kept the costume was another famous one I read. But because he did that, it affects this later Spider-Man storyline that you may know of because of you've been reading the comics. And so it's really fun and really interesting. And it's been running for a really, really long time because there's 80 years of Marvel comics to mess with. Uh, and it's really interesting and it's really fun. And what they're doing with the adaptation is basically taking that same idea, taking moments from these movies that are vital and then changing something, right? Like the most famous one I think we have all know about at this point is uh, what if Peggy Carter became the super soldier, right? Like what if she took the super soldier serum? And like, that's a big one, right? Like, cause it's this vital point where it was Steve Rogers, but what if it wasn't? And like, that's how these things work. So I'm interested to see like how they do that, right? Like, what parts of the story do they bring in that we're familiar with from the movies to like shape and change based on like how this, like this one tweak has happened. Um, have you, and that's, I mean, like that's the general idea. The biggest thing, actually I skipped over his, his big, the biggest thing, which is this guy's biggest head. There's a <laughs> character who is the one through line to most. What if stories is that there's this character called the watcher. You want to, to, yes. Voiced by Jeffrey Wright. In the upcoming show, which is really exciting. Uh, every time Jeffrey Wright is cast as something, I'm like, perfect Bring casting. yourself online. Yes. It's, uh, Jeffrey Wright from Westworld coming up. Uh, Commissioner Gordon in The Batman. Uh, just the Batman. Un- unbelievably incredible actor. Uh, Jeffrey Wright showing up here to be the voice of The Watcher is exceptionally amazing. It's just such good casting. I'm it's so great. happy about it. And I'm just going to be furious if it doesn't end this whole series in a final shot of him breaking the fourth wall, the animated fourth wall, pushing through it, and then a live action Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher comes oh through. I'm going to be so mad if that doesn't happen. I mean, that would be pretty spectacular. Uh, we've essentially, you know, it's funny because like, so the Watcher's deal, we've sort of seen his race of people before. Uh, if you've been following along, we talked about it when we did our Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 coverage. There's this uh, scene with Stan Lee uh, talking to a bunch of like blue robed, big headed people. Those are, those are the watchers, right? Those are, that's the race that their job is essentially to watch the universe. Um, not to interfere, to just watch. And so what he does, every issue is, how is that any different from, uh, is it like the, the is it, the, are they like, the, that's like the Eternals, right? Are they not linked? Um, I don't. I guess the Eternals interfere a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, they, they do. The watcher literally exists because. At one point, he did interfere, and it was a cataclysmic thing that happened that destroyed a universe. And so because of that, he's only allowed to watch and observe from now on. Like, that's his little backstory. He's um, in timeout? 
He's in timeout. He's in uh, perpetual timeout. He's he so lucky that they didn't make him wear time. a dunce cap. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> now look at this and let's see what you've learned. Um, <laughs> so like he introduces uh, each issue. He talks about the way things did go in the comics and then asks the question like, but what if uh, Aunt, May, uh, Aunt May died instead of Uncle Ben? Like that's another one that existed. So then you see how the story plays out that way. And then he comes in to give the wrap up at the end. Um, so you're gonna have a little bit of that here uh, with this character, and, and like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm listing a bunch of them. these are. I, I read so many of these comics. It's why I love the multiverse because I said the the, the idea of storytelling potential is so vast uh, in, in exploring these, and like characters can die left and right. I remember one that was like uh, even in the Phoenix one, actually the 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 what if Phoenix hadn't died? Like she becomes Dark Phoenix and goes crazy, and like I remember the scene. I'll never forget where like. She murders Kitty Pride basically, and like Kitty Pride is a major character in the X Men books. You're just like, oh my god! And so it's just cool stuff. It allows you to do like things that you obviously can't get away with in the normal books or the normal show uh, or the normal movies, rather. And I'm interested to see that play out, right? Like it's going to be crazy when you watch like I don't know uh, Drax get murdered or something. Yeah, I mean, like I definitely like you watch the trailer, and I don't know if you watched the trailer, Kevin. Uh, is this something that like you have just like avoided altogether in your classic? I don't, I don't watch trailers, I don't read things, I just want to see the stuff. Yeah, I mainly saw um, a clip or two when it first was announced. I think it was at Comic Con way back, uh, obviously way back. Um, and I remember a clip existing where it in the clip it was Peggy Carter showing up as essentially Captain Britain, and then Steve you know popping out skinny steve popping out of like a tank i think or or a suit um and like that's all i remember that's like the main thing i remember uh, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think at this point like there are a couple of things that are out there that indicate some of the different types of stories we may be getting i don't think absolutely everything um but captain carter is very much like front and center i think in the marketing this idea of peggy carter as captain america which i cannot wait to see a and b like I, 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 you have to, you have to canonize this in live action. We need Haley Atwell. Captain Carter needs, is going to need to happen. So I'm sorry, Marvel, but like it is a thing that you're going to have to do. Um, so we know that that's coming. There's a, there's a bunch of like, um, you know, the trailer indicates a lot of different things that are adapting in, in one case. Uh, I don't know if I want to, I think like a popular Marvel comic, uh, if not uh, like a great Marvel comic. I don't know if it's more gimmick than like uh, than actual quality, but stands to be a pretty fun episode of television if done properly at the very least. Uh, so there's Man, now there's I some... want to know. This is one where I'm like I'm curious what some of the ones. You want me to are. say it because it's yeah. super front of mind in the marketing. Like it's very clearly uh, I'm good to do this. Yeah. Marvel okay. Marvel Zombies. Oh, that's uh, great. That's great. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Marvel Zombies is happening where they're going to do like zombified Captain America, zombified Iron Man, it's a huge and I don't part know. of the Marvel comics. That's amazing. Yeah, uh which I believe uh if he didn't um write all of them, Robert Kirkman, Kirkman. definitely wrote uh, uh at least some of it if not if not the vast majority of Marvel he may Zombies. He been the originator of uh of it, I think the original series. So so when we're saying that it's like Marvel meets Walking Dead, like it's it's really that. It's quite literally. Uh, it's quite literally that. So like that should be incredibly fun. And I can't wait to talk about like uh how like what are the expectations of like uh 
what we would expect normally of like which Marvel superhero would survive a zombie movie no, uh, versus no. like how the show actually renders it. Yeah, I think that like what kinds of like quibbles will we have with that where it's like, no, this is actually where Hawkeye does well. <laughs> <laughs> headshot, headshot, headshot. Like this actually like, would be probably the one place. <laughs> like if that episode doesn't star Hawkeye, then that's going to be so annoying. Um, by it's the way, we great, did get though. a Hawkeye release date. Uh, oh, not hey. terribly long ago i believe it's at uh, november 24th oh wow uh, so we will have a little bit of a stretch uh between what's, what if yeah what's and happening Hawkeye. what's happening between i guess they're just filming <laughs> i don't know uh, allegedly ms marvel was supposed to come out this year but now that hawkeye is coming out in like end of november uh it's kind of hard to imagine if unless they're gonna double up which is like again like for a lot of the uh like i'm i i I miss the field in certain ways but in other ways it's like wow if they double up i'm so glad that i got out of the entertainment reporting game when i did (laughs) because god that's a nightmare for those people oh god hard enough as a podcaster can't even imagine um so there's there's a lot of really cool ones out there there seems to be even some spider-man chicanery it looks like we're gonna get some spider-man because i think that part of the deal between marvel and sony they can do animated stuff with spider-man i'm pretty sure um so that's fun uh some doctor strange stuff which definitely gets me thinking and i think many other people thinking that like there is likely to be some form of multiverse of madness crossover. Like, is this going to set up anything that we will see in Doctor Strange 2? Um, I can imagine that it's the kind of thing that, like, something could happen in Doctor Strange 2, Kevin, where we see it and they're like, ah, what if? That's so what fun. <laughs> um, so, so that'll be great. Um, yeah, what are some of the, the comics that are, like, uh, the standouts to you as, like, a person who read What If? Like, I don't have, like, strong memories of this stuff because, like, my memories as a kid of reading comics are so thin because I was really just looking at the illustrations and that was <laughs> basically it, as I've said before, because I'm an idiot. Um, but, like, I know that, like, there are so many really, really, really celebrated What If issues. Are there some that come to mind for you that are just, like, standouts, like some of your favorites? You said that you were, like, going back and, like, diving into some of these. Yeah, I was looking at a lot of them and also just like rechecking out like various themes that they played with. And for me, when I was especially that age and even still to this mostly to this day, I was such a huge X-Men fan. So I I especially went through the catalog, right, to see like what are the ones. And basically up until a certain point, I had read or owned every what if X-Men related. Uh, issue because i was so into it and a lot of those did stand out for me like the phoenix one for sure i remember they had the original like because there was multiple volumes right in the original run they had a what if phoenix had lived and i remember they like remade that in the next volume for a two-parter of like what if phoenix lived and then what if phoenix rose again there was all this stuff that they did one that stands out is what if spider-man kept the black suit uh, in the comics, this is the Venom costume, right? And if you've listened to this podcast, you know about this stuff from when we've talked about Spider-Man 3 back in the day. Uh, so he lost the costume because, you know, it was evil and it was turning him. But it was like, what if what if he didn't? Like, what if they found a way to, like, almost semi-neutralize it? What, what would happen? And right. the costume eventually does, like, possess Peter Parker and, like, drains him of energy. And he becomes, like, this old man and, like, dies at one point. And it's like... The, the symbiote is hopping from person to person. I remember it hopped onto, I think, the Hulk. And everyone was just like, oh, crap. Like, that's really, really bad. And I remember the ending of it so well. Because it was like, what do you do when the Hulk is possessed by the Venom symbiote? 
and uh, the, the symbiote is only like the thing that could hurt it the most is like sound waves. So if it's the Hulk, what do you do? And it's the scene well, where he's- if you're the Hulk, are you not just like screaming all the time? So you're just like scaring the symbiote well, off of no, you immediately. You're, you're not screaming loud of us. Already, it got the Hulk, right? And so like it's possessed the Hulk now. And everyone's just like, if it has the Hulk, how the hell do we beat this? And I remember as a kid, like being super excited because you turn the page because you see the Hulk, Venom Hulk, basically like freaking out and like at something that tries to jump at like a shadow. And you turn the page, it's Black Bolt from the Inhumans. Uh, the Inhumans, which is unfortunately a failed Marvel Cinematic Universe franchise, but in the comics, they're huge. And Black Bolt's entire thing is that he can't speak because every time he speaks, he essentially destroys a mountain because his voice just like creates these sound waves. You you had this moment where it jumps at Black Bolt and he just opens his mouth and you just see the mountain explode and the symbiote essentially fly off the Hulk. It was just this really awesome scene that stuck with me all these years uh, because it was just this really cool moment as a kid to see like Black Bolt show up and like take out the symbiote all. Um, so that was like a really awesome one. Uh, I'm trying to remember all of them. Oh, there's a really uh, now I'm now I'm lost in it. There's one that's one of my favorites where it was um, Vision related. And it's like, uh, what if Vision, what if Vision lived, uh, or Wonder Man lived? I'm trying to remember the exact wording because we talked about this in WandaVision, where in the comics it was like Vision was based on the brainwaves of this other character, Wonder Man, and it was transferred to him. So this was a whole setup where that like didn't happen, right? Wonder Man uh, survived; he was fine. What happens to the Vision's body? Uh, the Vision gets possessed by like Ultron in this. So it's one that actually I think really hits hardcore in um people who actually you know have only seen the movies it's actually kind of like a lot of uh playing in there but i remember the because like they go over a long period of time it's not like just three days like so the what if issues will sometimes go over decades so like the original avengers i remember captain america iron man and thor all retire and they like peace out and so it's about the new avengers taking over and at the end vision gets possessed you know it's ultron in there and he just fights the avengers and like beats all of them and then there's this cool scene where uh vision like the the ultron vision is standing there like over the you know knocked out bodies and just like haha i've done it you know no one can stop me and then you turn the page and like a hammer just flies into the scene crashing through a wall and it's cap thor and iron man and thor saying like i say thee nay for as long as one of us is still stands to say avengers assemble you know, evil can never win or something like that. And it's just like this, as a kid, just like, oh, that's so cool. And so, like, I remember that one vividly. There's a lot that are, like, really, really cool and, like, really stand out. Um, and there's just these fun stories. And they've been going for, like, a long, long time. A lot of the modern ones I'm not as up to date with because they deal with, like, some of the more modern stories, like Dark Rain and stuff, which I was into, okay. But there's just something about those classic ones that I think really stood out and really, like, just were entertaining and fun to read. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What are some of the moments in the MCU? Because, like, if the idea of what if is, it's like, it's really like examining a moment where someone chose differently, like a thing went a different way. What are some of the obvious ones that, like, if you are being given the keys to the kingdom and you are in the driver's seat, Kevin, and you are able to choose, like, the 10 episode run of what if, like, who gets the super soldier serum is a really fun one mm-hmm. of like, uh, what if they never found Steve Rogers? Uh, would Erskine not have like recognized in Peggy Carter? Like, yeah, you would be incredible with the super soldier serum. Like that really tracks. Um, what are, what are a few others that, that come to mind to you that you would like want to follow down the line as, as a couple of possibilities? You, you, you float some out and I'll, I'll think on some as well. Yeah, there, there's a lot, honestly, that, that I feel like can come through. Like, since we're on the subject of vision, of of course, um, I think there's interesting moments, at least two for me, in Avengers Age of Ultron, right? Like, what if they didn't bring vision online? Because there's that scene where they had the argument, that huge argument between Tony and Thor and everyone, like, to bring vision online. What if they didn't? I feel like that would change a lot into what happened. And of course, for me, it was also like, what if Quicksilver didn't die? <laughs> because that's always going to be front of mind for me on that. Um, but then you have like other stuff like, what if Mordu became the Sorcerer Supreme? Because you have that whole argument where Stephen Strange shows up and like you, he gets chosen. Um, and and, and uh, what if Mordu was chosen? What if he got picked before Stephen showed up and became the Sorcerer Supreme? What would that world be like? You know, um, I think there's some there. I'm trying to think of like other really good ones. I'm trying to think of an like, Iron Man specific one, but there's just such a like. <laughs> Tony yeah. Stark is so great. Like, what do you do at Iron Man? <laughs> yeah, I I like um. So I'm, I I've been thinking about a couple of of my own. Um, one that has roots in the What If comics is uh, you know Civil War has uh the the movie Civil War is an an adaptation of a a, a rel- like a, a modern ish comic book at least uh, crossover event that. Uh, you know, follows Iron Man and Captain America going up against each other, albeit for different reasons than the movie. Um, but there's a what if that explores like, well, what if they didn't just like decide to like beat the shit out of each other and tear up the superhero community? What if they talked about it? Yeah. <laughs> what, what if they just talked about it? Like, what if they figured it out? Um, and I think that that would be interesting to see is like, what is a, what does a version of the MCU look like where Civil War doesn't tear the Avengers apart and so now they're unified when Thanos comes down? Um, like, do we get a snap? Does the snap happen or are they already like ironclad and airtight and ready to go once Thanos and, and the Black Order show up? Um, I think that that would be fun to see to like really get the happy ending kind of, you know, where like we don't have to go down the road where Iron Man's eventually going to have to sacrifice his life. Um, to that point, I also think it would be really interesting to get like a what if Hawkeye uh, died in Vormir instead of Black Widow. But good luck getting Scarlett Johansson on board with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I would be on board for that, obviously, of like, what if that happened? Um, Talking yeah. about news that broke in between yeah. podcasts. I- <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, not a yeah, legal expert. I, Beijing not Professor legal expert, but there's a lot. There's yeah, there's a yeah. lot in there that's going on, and now Emma Stone is in, possibly involved for her. Whatever. Own yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, what if none of that happened and things were better? Um, but the, yeah. sticking on the Infinity War stuff, what if Star Lord, fueled by the rage of Thanos killing Gamora? What if Star-Lord successfully caps Thanos? And what if Star-Lord gets the Infinity Gauntlet? Ooh, like, that's a great one. That's such a good one. <laughs> you know, like, uh, there's, th- like, there's a lot of, like, a lot of what if, uh, what ifery, uh, what the if, uh, surrounding that battle on Titan, right? Considering Doctor Strange saying how many futures he has seen and only mm-hmm. one where they win. Um, that is like, I don't even remember the number off the top of my head, but it's thousands of million, what, 605 millions of what ifs, you know? Uh, so like, I feel like we got to get something that is riffing off of that. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot. Like, what if Thor: The Dark World was good? There's one, that, uh, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Like an obvious one that could be fun to play with. We've got what a lot if, of feedback in in that realm. Uh, Josiah had asked us, "What if Edward Norton had remained the Hulk?" <laughs> that is that. I mean, that would be an interesting situation. I don't know if the Hulk would be as big of a standout. I think again, we we discussed what how he played it versus what Mark Ruffalo ended up doing. And I think we all landed on Ruffalo being a little bit better there. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, questions that we got when we put out the call for feedback in the realm of like recasting. Eric Divestein had asked, what if the actors in the play within Thor Ragnarok were the real cast of the Thor movies? (laughs) Well, we'd be having a very different conversation today. (laughs) Yeah. We would have a really different conversation, an awkward conversation today. Yep. Um, But like, what, what if, uh, because Tom Hiddleston auditioned for Thor. That audition video is available via the Loki uh, Avengers Assembled documentary on Disney+. Plus. Like, what if Chris Hemsworth is Loki? What if Tom Hiddleston is Thor? There are a lot of, like, fun casting possibilities that I think are worthy, haha, mm. of being what if fodder, Kevin, for yeah. a couple of reasons. One is that, like, they're not getting Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. back. Like, they're, they've moved on. So, like, let's, you know, we're going to have to, like, tolerate, and hopefully it will be exciting. And I don't know who's going to step in. Like, we'll have to tolerate new voices for those characters, uh, for the people who are playing those, those, uh, characters. Um, but, like, what, what if, uh, what if that's fun? What if this is like an opportunity with like the medium shift, right? Like, especially in like the voice acting realm to, to play around with some recastings, I think could be like a really, really exciting thing to do as we know that we're going into, or at least we strongly believe to the point where we know that the next Spider-Man movie is like going to dip really heavily into like different Peter Parkers, right? You know, like, I think like this is a fun thing to use. What if as a platform to explore, not just like what if a story was different, but what if like the meta was different? What if Marvel studios cast, uh, I don't know. What if they cast Tom Cruise as Tony Stark instead of Robert Downey Jr. Once upon a time. I mean, that's the stuff I would love to see, but you know that they're never going to do right. Sure, not there's, at that level, but yeah. yeah, but like, there's a lot of fun to be played with here. And that's again, why I love, this stuff so much. And I'm glad you brought about too, where it's just like, what if, you know, they, they were able to take down, uh, the, the civil war didn't happen and they were unified and they took down Thanos because I think some of the interesting things about what if, and it's rarer, 
But I always liked where the universe that we explored actually ends up a little bit better than our own. Because I think that's interesting. I think that's 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 a good to see because it's I hate the idea that like the universe we get is the best version of it. It's always like I feel like a little bit self grandiose grandizing, but like most of the time there's a lot of dark stuff that happens in the what if because you're allowed to do crazy stuff. And if you're a writer and you're allowed to just kill anyone, you're just like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna have fun with that. Um, but it's kind of cool to be able to end up in, in situations where it's just like this world ended up a little bit better because of something, you know, because of one small change. It's like that butterfly effect. I think there's a lot of fun and cool stuff there. Uh, I don't know if there's casting that'll be better, that'll give us a better universe, like if Tom Hilson was Thor. I mean, Alexander Skarsgård also was going to be Thor. That would be right. interesting. I'd check that one out. I'd look yeah, into, I'd, I'd peer into that world, take, take a little watch into, into that universe. I hope some of these are like uh, like a little mean so, like, for example, like, what if Agent Coulson didn't die? And so they, like, do Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but but uh, I was about to say, and, like, I was about to raise the ire of so many of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans. They do it better than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, I would love for them to, like, do, like, Marvel Studios to, like, because I'm sick. And, like, I need to, like, feed on, like, some bad energy in uh-huh. order to persist uh-huh. in the world. Like, an energy vampire, Colin Robinson style. Like, Colin what Robinson. if... What what if uh Nendor what if Guillermo what if uh what if Agent Coulson lived and then what if the show explores that would be so mean <laughs> and I would kind of want to see that cuz I'm sick. Yeah, I'm with you on that though. I think that like I'm just so of... mad about so many things and I kind of want that. I mean, yeah, I think that'd be that'd be really funny to do. <laughs> uh just make really so many people up. upset. Like just mess with yeah. the Netflix series as well. Why not? Get yeah, people what mad if the there. Netflix shows What uh, if the Defenders actually was a great payoff? You yeah, know? what if they do the Defenders and they just do it right? That would be fun. <laughs> um that would be cool. And that's like their way to bring like Daredevil and everybody back in. Yeah. I'd be happy about that. I mean, again, the possibilities are endless, right? That's the appeal of this to me. That's why I've always loved this stuff. You know, what if is a great series that explored it. There was this series exiles that also did like time chicanery and that really delved into like the, what if universes Um, that was really fun. I just think this series, you know, we talked about what Loki was and what we wanted it to be, you know, compared to like how we started in that first episode. I do think what if is a chance that I'm actually going to get the show that I hope it is because I do think it's again, like more off on its own. It's animated. They're allowed to do a little bit more. So I'm really excited for it. Just the premise of what if is solidified as like, this is based on the comic. This is this. It is what you think it is. But Loki and everything, you're like beholden to marketing. You're beholden to like what we don't know much about the show itself. Um, and I think this is a case where I'm just like really pumped and really excited for like doing something, a comic book series, an adaptation uh, of something I really love. Um, and, and I hope other people get behind it. You know, I hope other people are into it because I, I love the multiverse. Everyone always asks me, like, why are you so into the multiverse? And I'm hoping this show sells it, like, sells the reason why it's so interesting and cool, because you can just do so much with the story. You can just do so much, like, shenanigans, essentially, with the story. What if the Guardians of the Galaxy didn't get along and they chose not to fly together? Isn't, you know, that, like, isn't that exactly what Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> don't get along very well most of the time? But chose chose not to fly together. You know, like, I would yeah. want to see that. Um what if Captain Marvel stays on Earth? You know, what does what do things look like? You yeah. get a superhero in the 1990s who's out and openly fighting for Earth. 
what does Earth look like by the time we get to Tony Stark as Iron Man? Is that not going to happen because there's no need for military force? So Tony Stark has already gone out of business and he's just, you know, drinking his life away somewhere in a basement making toys. Yeah, like what if, uh, you know, what if the Vulture killed Spider-Man? Like when he found out, right? Like there's there's all of that that's in there. there there's a Isn't lot there of stuff. Isn't there what if to... of like what if Craven killed Spider Man? Uh, so like to like do a version of that of like what if the Vulture killed Spider Man? You just get to like hang out with like a super like guilt ridden Michael Keaton uh, who has now killed a kid. Yeah, like that actually doesn't sound fun when I phrase it like that. <laughs> it sounds a lot darker than you probably intended, right? Yeah. But like, do you get a situation where that happens and all of a sudden now we get Miles Morales in this right. world in some way, right? Like, there's a lot of, like, interesting stuff that you can do here. Um, there's so much, I think, Guardians fodder because there's just so much in the Guardians that are just out out there and in, insane that you could mess around with. Like, what if Ego succeeded? You know, like, there's a lot there that plays around with that. Um, what if Star-Lord did become a god? Um, so, yeah, I, I just... It's just, there's so much. And we only get 10 episodes, but I'm already just like, I want more. I want more at all times. And it's it's something that perpetuates itself. It's something that allows... Like to to infinity, basically, of of a continuation, because there's going to be more Marvel Cinematic Universe films that are coming out, more divergent points you can explore. The introduction of new characters. We know the Fantastic Four is coming. We know the X Men is coming. There's so much to play around with with this. As as the universe grows, this show can continue on and on as long as obviously there's viewers. But I think it's the show that has the most potential to actually be an ongoing series. For a while on Disney Plus because it's also animated, so it's not as expensive to make. You're not paying for it. You don't have to always pay for the talent, right? Like we'll see how people react. I personally am fine with the fact that we're not going to get like you know um, Chris Evans and 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 Robert Downey Jr. That's fine for me because like I'm used to animated programming anyway, um, and I'm sure they'll get voice actors who sound close enough. Uh, like what? What if Deadpool shows up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Like that's it's a what if right happen. there. Like make it's it. It's probably going to happen. Gonna happen. <laughs> I, th- I think like Deadpool and Marvel Zombies as like the Deadpool introduction feels fairly likely to me. That would be great. Uh, I have that I on think, the bingo card. What, think, if, what if this is the place where they introduce X Men? I mean, I would love that, right? Like, wh- what if mutants? <laughs> like, what if mutants? Would be great. Um. I'm not going to put my hopes up on that for obvious what reasons, but Mephisto. Oh no, I don't want that. What I mean, if that's, Mephisto? That's one of the ones back in the day, I think where it was, um, uh, instead of like the, the, the brand new day thing where Aunt May gets, you know, shot <laughs> and she, and he makes a deal with the devil for his marriage. It was, it was a, what if about that? That was a more recent one. Um, I didn't read it because I'm like, no, thank you. I didn't like that story to begin with. <laughs> What if Thanos was wise enough to realize that if I can uh, snap away half of all life on in the universe, I can snap into existence enough resources for everybody that exists and will continue to exist. Then he wouldn't be Thanos. Then it's a yeah, different but then character. It's, but what if? What yeah, if? I guess that's true. What if? <laughs> what if someone sits him down and says, you know, Thanos, there is another thing that you could do. Well, what is that? <laughs> You could just uh, well, make more resources. <laughs> you, could just ba- you could order everyone pizza. You know, like you could do like some cool stuff. He's like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Uh, I would like to see that. I think that'd be fun. Um, 
Do you think, though, that like this is not going to be a place where something meaningful for the MCU goes down? Like, do you think that it will be completely separate from all of that? Do you like after Loki, especially and knowing that this is multiversal, like I I will uh, I'm not going to say that I'll eat snake snake jerky on a podcast. (laughs) What if? What if Mike Bloom didn't eat a snake <laughs> on a podcast? Uh, what if, uh, what if Jonathan Major shows back up in some capacity? You know, like I would really be surprised if he doesn't at this point. I mean, that would be interesting. I think it's the, it's the extent upon which it happens and what they decide to do with it. I would love it to be a little more consequential. It's really hard pressed to see how without essentially breaking the conceit of the show in a way. Um, because like once you have a through line, if you're just like, oh, this is really about Kang destroying universes, I'm like, oh, that's not as fun anymore. Because it's just like once the universes are being destroyed, what's the point of it? Um, I doubt they'll do this, but one of the cool things that they that that happened with What If is that it spawned actual series. Like there were series that came out of this, and that was really cool. Um, there there was the idea of um, what's her name, Mayday Parker. What is this? The daughter of Mary Jane and Peter Parker, uh, Spider Girl. Um, she came out of a what if, what if issue. That's where she first formed and had her own series for a long time. Uh, there's so much potential there. Like, I would love, and I doubt it, but like, imagine if they're just like Captain Carter becomes its own series for a little bit. Not with Haley Atwell necessarily, because again, that's a higher production, but like a, a, a four episode arc uh, that's a spinoff or something from a what if. That'd be cool. Or to revisit different universes that we see here. I think that's really cool stuff, and I think there's a lot of potential for fun stuff for that. Um, you know, when you get into crossover territory, it gets a bit wonky, and I think that's going to make it a little more difficult. So I, I would love a through line. I would love a little bit of a bigger thing, but I don't know. Part of me is just like, no, nah, leave it alone. Let it be, you know? Well, I was going to ask, like, is there something that What If can do that um, will, like, really make you mad? Like is or are the stakes relatively low that like you're not going to get mad at a what if the stakes are relatively low. So I don't think I'll ever get mad at a what if. But what would bother me Fam- and upset the most me? famous of last words. By the I know, way. I know. Right. Always. I don't always. think I'll get mad. Said Kevin, the mad man. End of the episode. Kevin's yeah. raging, ranting, ready to yeah. go. Um, yeah. But I do think if they did a Kang situation and it was him destroying universes, that would suck. I would I would not like that, because I just think it... It's not even that it negates. It's just like, we just had this cool story, and then the whole point is just like, he destroys it, it's gone now, and it's just like, oh, okay, cool. I guess that's that's that. Um, so I, I think that would bother me. I don't think anything... It's, it's really hard to say if anything really upsetting can happen, because the conceit of the show is just prohibits that is it's you know it, it it's an anthology series and you can have a situation where anthology is bad like one of the seasons of american horror many of the seasons of american horror story but you know <laughs> quick fix from one of to many yeah. <laughs> it was very good <laughs> yeah and accurate yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah i think that that's sort of the nature of anthological storytelling like true detective is a good example too where they really only had the one that was like everyone agreed was really good and then like varying degrees of like good or bad for the other two um you know like i think i think that this this is uh there's it's gonna be a little bit of like grab bag uh a grab bag quality to it where like 
uh, like the person next to you may like reach into the to the grab bag and pull out like an action figure that looks super dope and then you'll pull out something and it like is like it's a rock you know like it's yeah. not what you wanted um like that's just it's gonna i think it's gonna be really subjective i think it's gonna be really taste dependent um i think that like some things will probably be more agreeable than others i'm not prepared for um the return of chadwick boseman as tashala i'm like i'm not emotionally stable <laughs> just period yeah uh you could just end of sentence um uh and simultaneously like I'm really eager for it. Uh, I'm real. I'm. I have a lot of like uh, feelings about it, as I know a lot of people are going to, if not already have, uh, as as per the expectations for this. Um, and I think that like beyond that, I'm really just like I'm. I'm really just here for the ride, and I'm. I'm just really curious as to as to where they take us. Um, I am. I am excited about the premise of this show. Because it has been so much Marvel content after so long without Marvel content that it almost is like the opposite problem. And so to have like this show coming along right now, Kevin, um, feels like sort of like best of both worlds territory where it's like, this is kind of like it's the end of a long work day. Like, I'm going to sit down top button down i'm just gonna relax bowl of popcorn and just like breathe and like i have to go to work tomorrow but tonight i breathe and i just get to like speculate about marvel stuff and just like vibe that stuff out that's gonna be a really 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 fun and good atmosphere to be in for the next several weeks yeah and it's gonna be cool to be able to just talk about the story and it's like done in one basically right like with so many of the other shows we've done it's like you know, and, and maybe mystery we'll, of the week, right? Mystery of the week. And maybe we'll get it here. Sure. But like a lot of this, stuff feels like, you know, you're going to get a story and you're gonna be able to talk about it. And you are right. Some of them might not be good. I mean, worst case scenario, they're all just mediocre. Um, but, you know, ideally when these things happen, especially with this type of storytelling, like your twilight zones and stuff, but some of the episodes are going to nail it out of the park and you're going to be excited and talk about them for a while. And I think that's my best hope is that all, but you know, that's rare. Like, but th- these stories are great and they're going to be fun to talk about. And they open up a world of possibilities, um, worlds of possibilities, even if you will. I will. I choose to. <laughs> uh, what if you did? What if, what if I chose not to? Um, what if Josh it, chose chaos? What if Josh, <laughs> I feel like often I do. I feel like that just kind of ends up happening for me anyway. Um, Kevin, is there anything else surrounding what if that you wanna that you wanna plant your flag down for uh, before the show kicks up? Like anything, just in terms of like whether it's expectations or hopes, dreams. Um, I think a possibility of something that might happen as a through line is that you have the watcher talking about these stories and talking about these worlds and a question might become, who is he talking to? Because the comics, he's talking to us, the reader. And while the show can definitely do that fourth wall that you're talking about, that he's talking to us, the viewer, there's a high possibility he's talking to someone else. So if Kang were to make an appearance or the actual Doctor Strange were to make an appearance, this could be the spot that he is talking to one of them about the vast infinite universes that exist. And so that is something I will throw out as a prediction slash theory. I'm not going to plant my snake 
in it or whatever, like, you know, like eat my snake or whatever. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to <laughs> plant my snake in it. I was trying to like, is that, put, is that what you said? I did. I was trying to do like a plant flag, put a stake in, you know, I was trying to do like a combination of all that. And it really just, what if I didn't say that? And I said did something better. Did you say better? steak or snake? I said snake because I was also trying to like Mike Bloom reference. There was a lot that went wrong there. Yo. There was a lot <laughs> that went wrong there. But what if I said something better? Let's imagine oh, that better. Oh my God. My goodness. Well, uh, what if Kevin Mahadeo went full bloom? Uh, <laughs> there it is. That's what yeah. happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get the chance to find out next week when you and Mike are together talking about the first episode of What If. I'm sad to miss it. I will have a lot of thoughts when I come back for the episode three recap will be when I am back. Kevin and Mike will hold it down for episodes one and two. Make sure to get your feedback in super at post show recaps. Dot com that's going to go directly to us. Um, the episodes are going to be dropping on Wednesdays, but the podcasts record Thursday nights, so you have a little bit of turnaround time. Um, so uh, get it in by then. I would say like by like Thursday afternoon, so that we can get everything like set up on our ends to make sure we don't miss your stuff. Super at postshowrecaps.com. You can also tweet at us, of course, as always. I'm at Round Howard. Kevin is at kev mahadeo uh you can hit up mike as well since he'll be on for the first two at a mike bloom type um i've already given you the big sell what we've got going on in the post show recaps patron feed the suicide squad we're going to do that recap that's going to be coming your way this weekend patreon.com slash post show recaps if you watched the suicide squad it's going to be fully spoiler filled we'll give you copious warnings like we could probably do just like our takes on the movie before we really really dive deep into the spoiler filled takes um but if you watch the movie this weekend and you want to hear what kevin and i have to say about it you're going to need to be on that post show recaps patron feed patreon.com slash post show recaps is the way and also check out all of the dungeons and dragons antics we've got going on this weekend support that effort to bring that dungeons and dragons marvel session to life i want to play as a terrible hawkeye it is something that i want very badly i want to tank as hawkeye oh my god uh, and not like tank as in like shock absorb the damage for the benefit of the party i just want to be very bad <laughs> it's what oh i want my gosh what i want um before we close things out one quick thank you to our sponsors for this episode kevin those are our friends over at geico do you own or rent your home sure you do and i bet it can be hard work you know it's easy bundling policies with geico geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy it's a good thing too because you already have so much to do rent your home go to geico.com get a quote and see how much you could save it's geico easy Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Kevin, anything else? Uh, no. Um, I what, hope... if, what if you had something else? Yeah, what if I did? What would it be? I guess we'll have to tune in next time to see. Oh, my God. What if I just rhymed? Not even on purpose. What if Jesus. your thing as a podcaster was poetry? You just, like, <laughs> recited poems nonstop. I hear you're not a huge poetry I'm not, guy. but so that's the anti-Kevin right there. That's just to yeah. see. 
<laughs> I I have to imagine it's because you have like a like a mortifying back catalog of poems that you used to write, and that's why you're not into poetry. No, I and this is going to make a lot of people mad, probably. But um, when it comes to writing, I'm very much like you know prose style. And to me, when you're writing like a prose novel and you're trying to describe something, you describe all the ways that thing is that thing. And poetry is essentially you describe all the ways that thing isn't that thing. And I feel like that's my problem with poetry. So it's a trigger. It's, it's a yeah, trigger. It's, yeah. it's just it's the opposite of what I enjoy doing. <laughs> yeah. What if poetry didn't trigger Kevin Mahadeo? Uh, let's find out. Send in your poems to super at poshowrecaps.com. <laughs> oh, my God. A Marvel What If Poetry Slam is an incredible uh, idea. This is my if nightmare. You, <laughs> if you have Marvel-centric poems to send our way, super at poshowrecaps.com. Haikus acceptable anything that you would like to do in this realm would be a delight uh gosh there's only there's only one marvel poem that i like which i've which i've seen it was a valentine's day card and it was a picture of cyclops and it said roses are red violets are red everything is red (laughs) 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 it's really really good all right. On on that note, I don't think we could top it. Uh, Kevin will be back. Mike will be here. I'll be back in a couple of weeks as we officially embark on our Marvel's What If coverage. Tune in next time, True Believers. We'll be back. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.